Hello, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome to Ongakadu, the podcast where three friends come together and break down what's new in the Japanese music industry. This is the podcast for the week of May 29th, 2020. I'm your host, Ken, and with me we have Gray. What's happening, dudes? And Luna. Hello, everyone. Oh, Ginky. I am alive. Watashima. I am hyped. Watashima. I am so hyped. How have we been? What have we been listening to as of late besides one band? <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. L- Luna, why don't you go ahead and uh, you go first? Really, I've been listening to one band, but in the car earlier this week, I was checking out A Witch's first studio album, Eight. And that's the only thing I've gotten to. Oh, actually, besides an article we'll talk about, a new song came out. And that's the only other thing, and it has to do with Michi. So, other than that, one band, and that has been my week, and we will get more into that soon. <laughs> yes, yes, no, no. I, I'm really hyped uh, for, for that. But I, I've also been listening to a little bit of Ivy to break things up. I almost started listening to LOL. But I felt like they were too close to the other thing that we've been listening to, and I was like, "Finally, you like, admit it! You finally admit it!" Hey, <laughs> I, I never, hey, I've never just not disagreed with that. I've just kind of been like, I mean, I still prefer LOL over the other thing, but I, I do that. I like both of the groups and stuff. But I've been listening to uh, "Love So Sweet" on repeat constantly. I've listened to both the new version and the old version and uh last week i was kind of like i like both or whatnot but after a a full week of listening to both versions back to back the original version is the this is the superior version just the musical accompaniment on that song is just so good and so fantastic like that is an obscenely amazing song and I, I can see why it was so popular and why Arashi is so loved and I am very eager to start diving into them. That is the next thing that I'm looking forward to be doing. Uh, I've also been listening to a little bit of color creation. I woke up this morning with the calling stuck on my mind. So I had to, I had to listen to that and get that out, out of my head. So other than that, it has been, by and large, a group, a, a wonderful group of, of individuals, but we will get to that soon. What have you been listening to, bud? So I've been listening to a lot of Vondi with his By, by Me single, a lot of Yanawo with their Lobster EP. been loving that. been also listening to Hikaru Tada's Time song, kind of going back to that time to time. <laughs> and then I've been listening to Little Lisi But Gold, a little R&B singer that kind of brought to my attention. Luna, you should kind of listen to her too. I think you would really, really like her. I like the one song you sent me. It was fantastic. And I'm looking forward to checking her out more next week after uh, we're done with this big group. I'm super excited. Then after that, I've been listening to Yoji Igarashi with his new Love EP that just came out. I've been kind of loving that as well. So kind of all around, especially with that one group kind of being the forefront of everything. But a little, little bit of here and there kind of sprinkled in. 
But with that, let's continue on here with the news. And Inca industry staple Kiyoshi Hikawa announced that he'll be releasing a brand new album, Papillion Bohemian Rhapsody, on June 9th. This will be cultivating on the theme of living on the preciousness of life. And he wanted to look into shake things up for the upcoming decade. You can check out more information about this on our site and obviously... Because it does say Bohemian Rhapsody, he does his version of Bohemian Rhapsody, which should be interesting. Because I've, I've been. This should be very up. interesting. Yeah, I do like his vocals when he does regular work as well, because he has an amazing vocal range. So it'd be interesting to see him tackle Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah, no, I've got to hear this. I that is it's my it's my life's mission now. I I have to hear his version of Bohemian Rhapsody because that was that would be absolutely amazing. I'm excited to hear that as well. All right, and moving on up, Aimeon shares her Sixth Sense story with her latest live Blu-ray. So she's bringing all her fans a special treat with her Aimeon tour 2019 Sixth Sense story in Yokohama Arena. It will be coming to Blu-ray and DVD on July 8th. This tour that was recorded took place on December 18th of last year at the at the Yokohama Arena. And it is mainly based off her Shukanteki Sixth Sense album, which was a huge hit last year. You can check out all the editions as it will come in for to a uh, blu-ray dvd limited and a blu-ray dvd standard we have the full track listing on there along with the cover art and a trailer for that tour as well i already pre-ordered my copy that was day one when this went live all right next up is cat mcdowell and michi team up for a paralyzing new song those of you who don't know, both Kat McDowell and Michi are vocalists, and it's really hard to describe. I can't really say Japanese vocalists, but I can because they both are Japanese, but they also, one's British and one's also American. So they combine that in a lot of their music, and both of them also were under Sony at one time, and then they now are both independent artists, so they teamed up for a new song entitled Paralyzed. And this song is fantastic. It is in all English and you can check out the music video on our site. You can also purchase it on Kat McDowell's website, which we have in the article. It's also available on iTunes, Amazon, Apple Music, Spotify. It is a song to pretty much promote mental health awareness and it, it really helps you if you're dealing with depression. The lyrics in this song speak to you. And they work their hardest on this. And it is fantastic. I also recommend looking them both up. They both have amazing music. And they have some really fun release parties. Where they have their webcams on. And talk to each other about the release of Paralyzed. I highly recommend this. And this has been one of my songs of the week. And then continuing on up, it's the lovely four-member rock band Francisco Tation. I believe that's how you would pronounce that. Frasco. That would be my best guess. That would be my best guess. 
announced they will be releasing a brand new album, Kyoku no Kishiki, on July 15th. This will be the latest release done by the band since their track, Hito no Tame no Ai Hito no Urei no Utao. EP back in October of last year and will be their first full-length album. You can check out more information about this on our site as long as the pre-order links as well. Alright, moving on up to our next article, we're going to be talking about Rock Group Frederick, who is also a Music alumni, uh, Corner alumni. Uh, but they have announced that they are going to be dropping their One Man Live concert that took place back in February at the Yokohama Arena. The new release is called Frederim Frederithm Arena 2020 Oanari Music. And we do have pre-order links on the site along with a nice little teaser that they dropped on their official YouTube video, uh, YouTube page that you can check out. So definitely if you're a Frederick fan or if you liked it when we covered them before, this is definitely something you should keep your eye on. All right, so next up is Kira is loving fans with her latest releases. Those of you who don't know, she is a Japanese R&B and reggae vocalist. And this is following up her last digital single, which was Perfect Love. So Loving You dropped on May 15th. And it is a very atmospheric track. And it's about an adult woman in love. You can read a lot more about it on our site. I am in love with this track and it has a reminiscence of her song Bye Bye Boy which was one of my favorite songs of 2018. Uh, I mean it is fantastic. The producer Ryosuke Sakai did an amazing job. He also did Bye Bye Boy. You can check out that music video on our site. It's very colorful and stylish. I hope you guys enjoy and check out a lot of Kira's other tracks. They are amazing. I'm looking forward to see what else she's going to put out this year. All right, moving on up to our next article. We're going to be talking about three-member rock band Unison Square Garden. As they have announced, they're also going to be releasing uh, a video. It was previously a private concert for only fan club members, but now they are dropping the recording of it for everyone to see. So if you're a Unison Square Garden fan, you're, you're, this is a real treat for you. The release is called Unison Square Garden B-Side, C-Side, U-Side at Zep Tokyo 2019-10-16. So if you are a Unison Square Garden, this is definitely something that you should check out. We also have a full track listing. It is quite extensive. They, I mean, they had a really long set list that they played. So definitely something worth checking out. Going on up to the lovely five-member female idol group Kamiyado released a music video for the track Eraser on their official YouTube channel. This release comes as a twist as the members broke off into a three-member subunit group with within the group to bring this track to life. Members Mika Ichinose, Kira Shiomi, and Hina Koyama formed the subunit, which is indeed a unit to look out for. You can check out more information about this on our site and you can check out for the following release in the next coming weeks. Next up is we have Japanese Music Corner alumni Miyu who is a pop singer and songwriter. She streamed her special birthday live on May 8th which happened to be her birthday 
and you can check out that live tour on our site. It has a lot of tracks. Uh, she performed a lot of tracks from her latest album, Blue S. Lowly. She also did a, some special little cute things for fans on there as well. It is an amazing little live home tour she did. And you can also check out her Blue S. Lowly album, which we have some links on there and a cover and track listing if you enjoy her tour supporter. All right, moving on up to our next article. We're going to be talking about Voice Actress Unit Dialogue Plus as they have announced that they're going to be releasing their latest single titled Atali Maidakala, uh, which is set to come out on June 16th. Dialogue Plus is a relatively new musical group as they only formed last year and is consisting of eight voice actresses. And we have their last music video in the uh, in the article. At the time of posting, pre-orders were not up yet, but definitely keep a lookout for this. And they actually have a pretty interesting sound. I, I thought they they did a, a fantastic job. Going on up to the lovely rapper Santa Worldview released the music video for this track, Blueface, on his official YouTube channel. This track was. Attached to his first album, Stinker Class, back in January of this year, and he brings his high-paced rap skills and talent to the forefront with this track. You can check out more information about this on our site, and just be aware that, you know, the it's very explicit. I mean, the cover has him stuck in the middle finger, so you were warned there. <laughs> Alright, next up is Kodokumi shows her fans how to dance to her hot track, Ecstasy, which happens to be one of my favorite songs by her, or dance songs, that is. Those of you who don't know, she is a pop vocalist and major industry staple. She released a instructional dance video for her hit track, Ecstasy, which dropped in 09 on her Universe album. So this, she teaches you the choreography in about 10 minutes or so, and she talks a little bit about the song as well. She even... And th this is a great instruction for those who haven't danced before. So she makes it easy to follow along and exercise with. I love it. And I freaking love this song. And now I know how to dance to it. Maybe you'll see a video one day. Uh, I highly recommend following Kodokumi's YouTube page as she intends to release a few more of these. All right, moving on up to our next article. We're going to be talking about Rock Band 1, okay? rock as they have dropped a brand new music video on their official youtube channel and it's not really tied to a release or anything like that but it's something fun and interesting in the lockdown that they put out so if you're a fan of them you can definitely check it out the lead singer is singing with a tv remote which is pretty funny and the drummer is playing on a toy drum set so it's pretty funny and interesting and so if you're a fan of them this is definitely something you should be checking out going on up it is the lovely three-member band weekend walker announced that they will be releasing the a brand new ep kokuten on july 15th this will be the latest release done by them since their dream eater single back in january and will be their first physical release it'll drop with five trucks roll and you can check out more information about this on our site Alright, next up is Japanese Seiyu vocalist and industry vet veteran Mizuki Nana is set to premiere her Live Park 2016, which is a concert that actually took 
place in September 2016 and was held at the Hanshin Koshian Stadium. And this will be shown for the first time on YouTube on May 31st at 1900 hours JST, so aka 7 p.m. Japan Standard Time. And this will also be the first live full concert she's ever posted on YouTube. Until now, we've only seen bits and pieces of clips from her tours. But this will be the first official one to go streaming live. So you can put your comments in there, watch it live. You can watch it later. I highly recommend checking it out. And if you like it, this concert is also still available to purchase. And I would go ahead and grab that, which there are some links on our site to pick up that Blu-ray and DVD for that tour. It is amazing. All right, moving on to the last piece of news that we'll be talking about for the day. Japanese metal band Asura has officially released their third album titled AMSSPA. It dropped earlier on May 22nd, and this is the first album that they've dropped in over two years uh, since their last album, Eternal. Uh, so if you are a Japanese metal fan, this is definitely something worth checking out. They have a full preview of on their official YouTube channel, which we have linked in the article. So it goes through the entire album and it plays you like a, like a minute sample of all the songs. So if you are interested in this, this is definitely something worth checking out. You, there's also an order link for you that you can definitely click on. And we have the full track listing as well for anyone who is interested. But yeah, let, with that, let's continue on to the Oricon here. And this week is... It's, it's a week. Yeah, it's still lackluster. I'm, I'm looking forward to next week. It looks like a, it'll get at least a, a decent shake-up and we'll be able to talk about something new for once. Well, hopefully. But with that, let's continue on to number 10. And it is the lovely Hadaka no Kokoro by good old Anyo. So, I know we talked about this last week or a week or two ago. How do we like the song overall? I'm still enjoying it. I mean, I think it's solid. It's not my favorite one by her, but it ha it's a beautiful ballad. And I mean, it picks up here and there. As all in all, it's your typical solid I'm Young song, but not as solid as Marigold or Haru no He. The, the more I listen to it, the more I like it. It's it's something that it's actually a little different from her because I'm on shtick is like she's the girl with the guitar. But if you listen to this song, there's a lot more musically that's happening with it. There's like a piano. There's like a violin, I think, at one point. So there's a lot more instruments with the musical composition than typically with her. And it, it's a pretty solid song like the more i listen to it the more i like it i do agree with luna's perspective i, I do think marigold and haru no he are her two best songs but this is a solid you know if, you know if you had to rank them in threes this is a solid third song I, I think she does a pretty good job here continuing from what i said last week i mean i was bored to tears until until the course kind of kicked in with it because i was like oh, i mean i understand i always think of how Amyon's style was and that it didn't really kick in for me till it got to that chorus. Then again, if you watch the music video for this, it was filmed at her house and I just like the fact that she is credited as the cinematographer. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that, that, is, that is funny. Regardless, this week it's only a lovely 8,011 points and continuing on up to the Amyon kick of Marigold. Obviously, because of this of Hadaket uh, no Kokoro, 
Marigold had to be involved somehow, some way. Yep. But this week it sold a lovely 8,150 points. Going on up. Uh, real quick, uh, if, if you guys don't mind, because, I mean, it's a short week anyways. Uh, I, I do have a question I want to throw out here. I, I think it'll be a very interesting topic of discussion. Do you think Marigold is in danger of really being like the song that defines Amyon's career? Like, do you think like she's ever going to hit like that same high or because it, it seems like every time she drops a brand new song, it, it's, Oh, here's the new song, but here's also Marigold just tagging along, almost playing piggyback off of it. Well, and, I mean, that could be associated to any other artist that we're talking about for the next two two acts, because King New, we haven't seen any other song that... Hakujitsu's been, always been strong with this. Yeah, that's true. I mean, same with Gurenge and Pretender. I mean, if you see anything else by Official Hige come up, Pretender's gonna always pop up too, I feel. So, I mean, I think Aimeon... She did great with Haru no He, and... I also felt like, you know, a couple of other tracks have been solid, but they're still nowhere near Marigold level. I always think that Marigold will always pop up, but I still see her having other big hits in the future. I think she more concentrated on her tour this year than anything. It doesn't really it doesn't really help that Marigold was the song that she did with Kohaku too. Yeah, the, the, so that, in, that the, in the pub is, in the real. public eye, they're going to think of Emil Marigold. They're only going to think of her like that. It's just sad, but it it is what it is. But until, we're always going to see this. We see this for any other artist that had a really strong hit and then the hit receded. And then when they bring up a new track, that hit also comes up. It happened with Haru no Hi. It happened with another one of Aimeon's songs that was before this release. And it's gonna always kind of be like this. It doesn't really help that the advent of streaming and downloading, because of how we do the charts now, we take that into effect. And because of that, people are always gonna go to the same old thing. Unless it's a new release by a group or it becomes really popular over time. We're going to always see the same seven releases. But that's just how we decided to do things because I thought it would be interesting to handle the download and streaming because if we were to do the physical, the physical only sold 7,000 copies. Yeah. Well, well also, uh, once they started doing digital and streaming, you know, we, when we're talking about like these are the hottest songs in Japan right now, if you're not talking about digital and streaming, you're not talking about the hottest songs in Japan. So. From that perspective, I, I I completely agree. I I do think Marigold it, it is her best song, and I'm really eager to see if she can have another hit like Marigold. I it would be great if she does, but I, I don't know. It it remains to be seen. I mean, like I'm, over the year that I've been kind of we've been doing this now. And seeing Marigold and Haru no He, honestly, to my point of view, Haru no He is a much more solid track. But in the more popular vein of what the public thinks, they're just going to think of Marigold because of Kohaku. Yeah. The Kohaku bump happened. Yep. Remember, we coined that term because of this. Yep. Because of her. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> the, she she made that, 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 that term a possibility because whenever someone came on to the Kohaku, that song became an instant hit usually but now because the advent of digital uh, digital music streaming 
is going prevalent in Japan and the whole stay-at-home order stuff and the stay emergency that they had, obviously the streaming is going to be a lot more than what physical sales are going to be doing. Yep. Yeah. 100% agree. And then there are artists that only do digital and streaming like they did with King New. Their album Ceremony was the only time that you could physically get all their previously released songs because they only exclusively did digital releases. Yeah. But uh, it's interesting nonetheless. And, you know, that that point of view could be taken to any of the the artists that we keep on seeing over and over again. It could not only be for Aimee, it could be for Lisa too because Lisa released a song after Garange. It did okay, but it's not taking the charts like how it did. But it doesn't help that whatever release she does now, it's going to be either attached to to Sword Art or Yaiba whenever that comes out, the season yeah. two. It, whenever the next season comes out, I'm pretty sure she's going to be doing the song for that as well because it'd be stupid for them not to close that deal because of how immensely popular Lisa got because of that song. Oh, yeah, 100%. But I mean, regardless, it's it's how the beast is, and we just don't know. I I would have to wait until another release by her has been done, because to be frank, she hasn't released much stuff. I want to say she only released what eight tracks in the past two years. Um, for Imeon, she she hasn't done that much. Yeah, to be it, honest. it seems like she's been doing a lot more of her. The last year, I already know that she wasn't going to release it because she was more focused about the tour. Yes, yeah. After her, after her album came out, she was more focused about that tour. Yeah, and they extended and... that tour because it sold out, so it was supposed to end in December, but then they ended up doing more shows for February. So I I feel like that might have exhausted her. Her her being you know younger and doing all those tours, going to all those shows, it's hard to create music while you're always on the road. Yeah, so I mean, that that's one thing also because... It's in the zeitgeist that she's always going to play Marigold for now, kind of like how Lisa is with with Garenge. Now, for any public appearance, most likely she'll have to sing Garenge. (laughs) (laughs) It sucks, but it is what it is. But yeah, continuing on up to number eight, it is going to be the lovely Haru o Sugeru by the lovely Yama. So this is the first time we've heard anything about this artist. So what you guys think? She was interesting, or they were interesting. I mean, there's not much known about him, and it was the first digital single, if I'm correct. And I liked it. It was very anime-esque to me, with how it sounded, the style, which I was okay with. I'm just curious where they're going to go next after hearing this, and I think it was a solid like release in general. I will say, like, one of the good things about the lockdown really has been the fact that we get to cover artists that typically don't really make the Oricon. And so, you know, had this lockdown not happened, I'm not even certain we'd be talking about her. So, it, it, you know, looking for silver linings in the dark cloud. But, you know, this was a pretty solid song. It does have an anime tinge to it, just like Luna said. It's definitely catchy, and I really liked her voice. I thought she had solid vocals done in the song. And, and if you watch the music video, it's it's pretty cute. It's animated, and it's it's got a charm to it in its own. And I, I thought it was a pretty solid song. Well, 
to be given frank with this i'm really liking the boom that we're having right now with all these female vocalists or groups that are growing through this that are using an anime filter or anime illustration filter for all their music videos this kind of phase started last year but this whole boom that has been happening since the beginning of the year has been picking up we got hits like yama sujita yasobi you know people yeah. that started last year that you know might be uncomfortable doing the physical stuff but you know using their animation skills to work and it's interesting to kind of see this alternative for the uh, anime quote-unquote like main singers that do like that so like say use and stuff it's interesting to see that like digital media kind of taking off a lot more so it's it's good to see this and and we get to see a literal new boom happen right before our eyes and i'm more yep. than happy to welcome this i am too i it's giving us a chance to listen to ones like you two said that we normally wouldn't get to see on here and i think it's great we're getting a little bit of a variety or more new you know newer ones that we might not listen to otherwise so i'm hoping yama makes the charts again in the future because i'm very interested in hearing what more she has in store but yeah with that haru osuguru sold a lovely 9342 points and continuing on, I'll put someone with the same medium, Yaosobi, with her song, Haru Jion. And this is a continuation from last week. How did we feel about this? Same as last week. I thought it was good. Yeah, my, my, my feelings really haven't changed since last week. It, it's a it's a solid song. It It's not my favorite. I think I like uh, the other song that we'll talk about a little bit more than this one. But it, it's still pretty good. It's pretty still pretty solid. Yeah, it's it's all right. Like I said, Yaosobi, it's good to kind of see this new artist kind of be more in the forefront of this new wave, <laughs> so to speak. And for it being her, like, what, fourth, third or fourth release, something new every time, and I've been loving every minute of it. With that, Haru Jion sold a lovely 11,134 points and continuing on up to number six, Hakujitsu by King New. Nothing more we can say about that. And like I said, this that talk that we had about Aimeo earlier could go double with with King New. Yep. One hundred percent, yeah. They they did this song for Kohaku. Everyone's only gonna know them for this song though. No matter what. Even if a new song comes out and Hakujitsu falls out, it'll just sling back up again. Which is good for them. I really do love King New, and I've loved them ever since I've discovered yeah. this song last year and saw the music video. So it's really good. Regardless, Hakujitsu so they lovely eleven thousand seven hundred sixty-eight points and continuing on up to number five. It is Pretender by Official Higidandism. What more can we say? It's still strong. It's still it's the song that put them on the map, so to speak. Yeah. And they have been one of the biggest successors of this digital mu music streaming era that we're having to see with Japan. 
and good for them. It's it's always them and Yunez Akenshi. Regardless, pretenders this week sold a lovely 13,123 points. And going on up to number four, it is I Love by Ofushikihige Dandism. I probably added more onto this because I was listening to them also. <laughs> Nothing more I can say. It's it's a great way to start the year, and it's probably in contention for one of the songs of the year for me. I, I agree with that, and I Love is starting to overtake Pretender for my favorite song by them. Yeah, I, I, for me, it's always, like, that has been my favorite song that they do. I, I just think compositionally-wise, it, it's just superior. And we have seen it consistently outperform Pretender uh, for the past month and a half now or so, so... It is it is good to see that they've had like two mega successes. So I'm wondering if you know this time next year we'll be talking about I Love Still by Official Yuge Dondism. But with that, I love so they lovely fifteen thousand six hundred and twenty nine points. And continuing um, up to number three, it is Gorenge by Lisa. Nothing more we can say here. It's like I said, it's becoming a tough mm. act to follow at this point for for Lisa. Yeah. This week, it's the lovely 23,161 points. And continuing on up to our next track, to number two, it is the lovely Kosui by Eito. Once again, nothing much we can say here. Been kind of loving it very much so. I'm glad it's still on here. It is a breath of fresh air as it's a very interesting track. Yeah, it's definitely something different. We don't normally talk about songs like this on the Oricon chart. So it, it's nice to have it here. I, I'm kind of glad it's not number one because I was running out of ways to put perfume in the t- episode title. But uh, yeah, no, this this is still a solid song and I, I'm, I'm glad to see it's still here. But with that... Kusui sold a lovely 23,731 points and going on up to number one. Once again, it is Yodini Kakeru by Yao Sobi. Just, it's going to get to for that for her now because I have a bad feeling whatever new release that Yao Sobi is going to be doing, she's going to be identified with Yodini Kakeru. Solid song overall. Nothing, you can say much more about it. This week it sold a lovely 29,163 points. With that, let's go on over to the album side real fast here. Ceremony by King New. Number 10, Traveler by Official Hige. NCT number 127 by Neo Zone. So I have no idea what that is, but it'll be interesting to see what that is. <laughs> FT Island with their 10th anniversary all-time best. Good for them because it's the 10th year that they've been introduced into the Japanese music industry there so it's good for them happy to see that ft island is still doing well me too very excited i continue into ginzai ryu Dori. don't speak french is that french <laughs> it looks french <laughs> i don't know if it is or not but it certainly looks it raison d'etre probably yes it's french Parlez-vous français? Oh, well. a little bit by the, by the lovely Sadama Sashi and continuing on to number five, it is real by Flumpole. The Shonen no Kaze new album also showed up on number four. Girls Two with Chu Hainese. The lovely Fukui Kaze. Oh uh, Shukui Kaze with Help Ever 
Help Ever Hurt Never, his new album's at number two. And Dream Chapter Eternity by Tomorrow X Together. We've covered all of these, if I remember correctly. So good on them. Congratulations to everyone that made it onto the albums this week. But with that, I want to say thank you for listening to this week's episode of Ongakudu. You can find us at all the lovely social media sites at Ongakudu on Twitter and Instagram. You can find the site at ongakudu.com. You can find our three affiliates, Koryu Hunter. He is a Twitch streamer who does all the spooky games and is currently trying to beat the world record for Clock Tower. So you can check him out at twitch.tv slash Hunter K-Y-O-R-Y-U-H-U-N-T-E-R. You can also check our, out our other affiliate, TimberTap. He is a Twitch streamer in his own right, going through the lovely Witcher series. You can check him out at twitch.tv slash TimberTap, T-I-M-B-E-R-T-A-F-T. You can also follow our other affiliate, Rose, who is your sister, Luna. And she is mostly playing Monster Hunter, doing some art stuff, and going through the lovely... RuneScape. RuneScape. I was going to say Minecraft. I was was muted yelling like RuneScape. She was jumping in Anime Central had a live live Twitch stream and she was doing some Minecraft on there. So occasionally she does do that. But yeah, you can check her out at twitch.tv slash rainstarkitty R-A-I-N-S-T-A-R-K-I-T-T-Y You can also check out the podcast that I do with Kyo and Timber called Podasaurus. We did like three episodes within the last three weeks you can check out all that at Koryu Hunter just look that up but all the podcast forums you can check it out there you can check out how me and Kyo pretty much spoiled Final Fantasy 7 Remake so go check that out and then you can find me on Twitter at OTYCAN1 you can find Renford at Renford D where can we find you Gray? You can find me on Twitter at Ongaku Gray, where I tweet about what I'm playing, what I'm listening to, what I'm watching, all that fun jazz. This past Wednesday, I picked up Xenoblade Chronicles 2, a game I bought years ago. And then when Xenoblade Chronicle Definitive Edition came out, I was like, you know what? I never beat 2. So I picked that up and started replaying it. And as soon as we finished recording the show, I, I, I've got to go save a, a little girl that's been kidnapped. So that, that'll be what I'm doing for the rest of the evening. But uh, yeah, just follow me on Twitter. Uh, I tweet about random things and stuff like that. So you can follow me on there. And where can we find you, Luna? You can find me on a couple different social media. At Twitter, Letterboxd, my anime list, Anime Planet, at LunaMaria87, on Instagram as NerdyCollectorLuna. You can see what I'm listening to or watching. And with that, once again, I want to say thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of Ongakuru. Be on the lookout for our next episode after this one. It is a very special episode. I won't go more into that when it is released. So check it out. I'm your host Ken saying thank you once again for listening to Ongaku to you and take care. Aloha. This is Luna saying thank you for listening to this week's episode. Hope you enjoyed it. Stay like Ken said, stay in the lookout. We are very excited about this next special episode. Ja matane. And this is great. Everyone stay safe out there and we'll see you guys next time. Be on the lookout for something awesome. <laughs>